Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, soap fans and true believers, Bold is back. So I talk about that with Bold Breakdown host Tammy Govia and a little bit of days since she just finished her run on Dishon Days that is now on its own network. But it wouldn't believe, it wouldn't be believe in soap operas or me if we didn't talk a lot about General Hospital, which is back this week with all new episodes. What did we think last week versus what actually is happening this week? Stay tuned to find out and be sure to check your DVRs to make sure you are getting all the new episodes of your favorite soaps, including Y&R that starts next Monday, August 10th. So grab a torrid libation and accept our invitation without... And Tissa. It's Believe in Soap Operas. And it's funny, I've never really had a soap conversation with our next guest. Like, we're Twitter friends, and I knew her from AfterBuzz, but I was leaving as she was coming in. And I'll quit with all this exposition. I have Miss Tammy Govia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you for well, asking me. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. And I know you uh, just got done doing a, like dishing days. You were leaving as they have now switched to their new network. Sort of like the real days of our lives. You have people coming and going. And, you know, with all that exposition, I at least made it feel like days. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, their first show was this past Sunday. They're on their new YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, Days of Our Lives fans, if you're looking for a recap show, go to Dishing Days on YouTube. And they did great. They did really, really great. Yeah, I love that they went on and did their um, new channel instead of just like being on hiatus as well, because Days is the only one, or was the only one airing new episodes, as we'll talk later. We'll talk about The Bold, The Beautiful that started back last week, and General Hospital starting back August 3rd. Like, we've got soaps finally coming back. So yeah, before we get into you and your soap love, speaking of this coming back, we have to talk about that real awkward General Hospital promo. <laughs> Just because it's been making me laugh. Yeah. Very. What did you think was so awkward about it? What was your favorite awkward moment? Well, to me, most of it was fine. I loved seeing Emmy, you know, our Lulu, and then you had Laura and Maurice, you know, your big heavy hitters, and they were not together. But it was the, the scenes that were together. And, I, you know, let's just say it's social distancing or the lack thereof that may have been the awkward moments, but especially with Jackson and Nina, which, why, why are they even in the promo? It, because no one's really, that I've ever heard on soap Twitter or on this podcast, a big fan of that couple. <laughs> Is there an official ship name for them even? I don't think so, because I, I can't think of it, but yeah. Max? No. Well, what would we ship them? I don't know. I do you like them together? Them ah! no, I don't. Because <laughs> it's like that. 
they're, they're very waspy. <laughs> they are very waspy. So you're not a fan of them? No, and it's not just because I love Valentine, but it, it is a matter of this whole return with Jax has just been not my fave. And I'm like, in in two, they, they he does he had great chemistry with Michelle Stafford, but with Cynthia, like in the beginning, it was good, but they just took too long to get to it, and then it was just like lawyers, and and so it's so not sexy anyway. Yeah, I think the chemistry is good between them. Like you said, he's got chemistry with with everybody he works with. But honestly, I loved him. I loved Ingo on The Bold and Beautiful. Like, I thought the whole him being part of Forrester, like that world, because he's so debonair. He's so rich looking. And, you know, he, he is bold and beautiful. And, of course, obviously, Jax is an iconic character on GH. So he's a fan favorite and everybody was really happy for his return. But yeah, the, when you mentioned him and Michelle Stafford and you know, Michelle Stafford's Michelle Stafford, yeah. right? She she's has with everyone, of course. Yeah. yeah but, she's so does Cynthia, that, but it's, yeah. She's just got that quirky thing and that quirky thing worked so well with, with Jax. Yeah, it's just, and then too, it is a lot of with the writing with them that just, as we say, it took a little too long to really get to the steamy stuff. And it was a little awkward with all the lawyer back and forth. So they've almost written it that way. But yeah, I just don't really see a lot of people being like, ooh, Jackson Nina. Like, again, like in the beginning of this idea, it was, yes, let's go with that because you know, I like Nina and Valentine, Valentina, as they say, but <laughs> it's time that we share Valentine. I'm sorry. Like, you know, he's only been with Nina on the show and he has chemistry with everyone. I love James yeah. Patrick Stewart. And so oh, I'm curious beyond, to see where they're going to go with that. Yeah. Beyond, beyond. I, what I love about him is he's so unpredictable. We'll go back a little bit to you were talking about how you really liked Ingo on the boy, Bold and the Beautiful. I didn't really watch Bold until like this last week. So I'm like, oh, it's back. It's the first one. I need to get really into this show. And I was just surprised at how quick and easy it was to watch. But I guess that's why I slept from the valleys and the show for exactly. years. Exactly. It's so yeah. easy. And like literally without commercials, Akisha, it's like 17 minutes long. Yeah. So it's... It's, it's so easy. It's so fast. Uh, and it's, you know, the way that they did it was really brilliant. The, with the first episode recapping everything that we either might've missed or obviously had forgotten because it'd been so long. Yeah. Cause like they quit airing, uh, what was it? April? And yeah. then, yeah, so, and now we're talking about the end of July here. It's it's crazy to me to see how long some of these shows have been without new episodes. And I do like that a lot of them have been creative, whether in coming back or keeping people engaged. And, you know, so going back to the promo a little bit, what do you think about the General Hospital promo and how they've sort of dealt with the social distancing just in that quick thing versus the way that Bold did it? You know, I think it's going to be unique to each soap opera as to how they feel is the best way to manage these waters because it's, it's unknown territory. I don't think I was really conscious of, okay, this is clearly a social distancing scene because it was so quick. 
It was like, boom, yeah. boom, and then boom, boom, boom. And so I, I thought the promo was, was enough, was more than enough to just celebrate the fact that it's coming back, celebrate the fact that it's new episodes. And then, yeah, as opposed to bold, everything that bold does is more dramatic in my eyes. It's more like, boom, oh, yeah. Boom, <laughs> yeah, boom, boom. And so GH, I thought, was more, here's, here's this, and here's this, and, and we have this, and ooh. So it was completely different styles, but absolutely enough. The GH promo was absolutely enough to uh, get my taste buds going. I can't wait. Yeah, because like all jokes aside about maybe displaying some couples, like as much as I don't like Jason and Sam, it makes sense to show them. And they were together, but it was a little less awkward. Uh, but it was it, it was funny to me because I didn't. You of course you noticed that Laura and Maurice are separate, and then Emmy, but I and and Leslie Charlson was back. So like they used a lot of people that made sense, and it wasn't really awkward that they were sort of by themselves. And I think a lot of the clips. There was some stuff, obviously, they kept from before. So, yeah, the way that they sort of spliced everything in, I thought it was creative. It was really just that one pairing, and it may just because I'm not a fan, but so Twitter seemed to think the same thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. why them? <laughs> yeah, it's like, why are they here? This is awkward. <laughs> I do know a um, co-worker of my hubby's is a huge soap opera, General Hospital soap opera fan, Amanda Ferrer. Shout out to Amanda. So I wanted to read her thoughts about what she's looking forward to and this sort of thing. So she says, I just miss them all, LOL. Honestly, I hope they do a recap because I forgot where we left off. If Jason and Sam aren't back together by now, I'm done, LOL, JK. <laughs> I, la See, I literally I laughed out loud at that. That's so funny. And, and it is funny. Like, I hate to admit this as someone... Who's, I really don't, as a rule, like certain popular couples on GH because I think that Laura Wright just had much more chemistry with Ingo as Jax, and I kind of was more of a Car Jax fan with her in the role. But with um, Sunny and her, like, they're almost just, like, friends anyway. So, like, we weren't really given much love scenes with them to begin with, so I don't <laughs> think that that'll be jarring. But they're sort of the lesser of the two evils when it comes to this, the quad, the older <laughs> quad on General Hospital. Because Jason and Sam, like, and to be fair, I'm not a liaison fan either. I like Elizabeth, so I want Jason to stay far, far away from her. Thank She's you. Good with I'm Franco. so glad we agree on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it is funny to me because it's like, don't worry, got Jason fans. I don't like them together either. I think Jason has chemistry with one woman and makes one woman better, and that is Carly. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's funny because it's like, no, that's who to me is best. So I feel bad, uh, but they probably will, based on the promo, put Jason and Sam back together. But me, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. you know, there are just some couples that you can't, they're so iconic together that you just can't pair them up with somebody else. You know, they, they yeah. kind of tried to do that on days of our lives with um, Kayla and Patch, you know, they did the time jump and, you know, come to find out that Kayla is with somebody else. Yeah, and, Justin. Or, yeah, or Ned just, for yeah Justin slash Ned. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. personally loved them together. 
was like, okay, I, I can move on from Patch and Kayla and be into Kayla and Justin, but the, you just can't. You can't separate Kayla and Patch. You just can't. And I think that's the same, same thing, same thoughts that people have with Sam and Jason. Well, and I will say, when, you, when they did the flashbacks, I know they weren't as far back as some people liked, but that was kind of the reason I really enjoyed the Carly and Sonny and the Jason and Sam weeks, as well as the Sonny's kids, too. And, you know, I've never been the biggest fan of these characters, as I say. I'm more, you know, an Ava person or Franco or some of the newer people yeah. or, of course, the Spencers, the real Spencers. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's one of those things that it's like I really remembered why they became popular and that's not necessarily what we're seeing as much of now but again when they have had more time to write maybe we're going to get back to those good you know Jason and Sam moments because there was a reason in the beginning it's just they've not been the same since the summer of sleaze as they refer to it and like it's almost been forced here or there like in the reunions. I will say that in the promo Everyone looks so rested. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone looks so fresh and rested and just gorgeous. <laughs> I will say what's funny when you watch these episodes from, you know, years ago, whether it's GH or especially Y&R, when they're even showing stuff from the 70s or the 80s, and you're like, wow, everyone looks the same. Like, what is in the water there? <laughs> yeah, it was so wild. Like, I'm not a huge Y&R fan. I mean, I watched a little bit back in the day, um, but I just happened to tune in. I think it was last week. And I thought, oh my gosh, this episode looks really old. Lo and behold, it was the very first episode of Young and the Restless. And I was blown away. Just Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. I really appreciated um that. Yeah, that's really cool that they did that. Because that was, the, last week uh, for The Young and the Restless was, like, what fans had picked. So I thought that was cool. And I really will give Y&R credit. In my opinion, they have done this situation the best. They've done, they've really kept the actors engaged by doing daily, like, live tweets or with these flashback episodes, doing four words by the actors or things like that. And then having fans pick. And, yeah, as someone who wasn't alive at that time, to see these shows that uh, certainly the first two episodes, you're like, wow, that's really cool. And then you realize how many people have, you know, come in through the years. I mean, Deidre Hall, Marlena Evans was on there. And that was kind of cool to see. I had to do a double take. It's like, oh my God, that's Deidre Hall. (laughs) You need to be in Salem. What are you doing here? Yeah, and that is the fun stuff, especially when you see people that have moved on from other uh, two other soaps that you may not have watched. Because as I say, the fun thing about Y&R is a lot of the episodes that they've shown, I wasn't even born yet. And I was a newer Y&R viewer because I didn't really start watching that until SoapNet. Um, I've always just been an ABC person. Always an ABC person. Same here. Except for As the World Turns. I loved As the World Turns. That was yeah, my well, only departure from abc (laughs) yeah like um and that's been off of the air for so long and as an as the world turns fan are you really into these reunions that alan loker is doing because he's doing a lot with them holy moly i mean you see these these former cast members who are not only iconic in and of themselves but when just as a cast on the whole, it just gave me goosebumps. It really, really did. I love, God bless him for wrangling 
all of these people together. Although I'm sure everyone was just chomping at the bit to do it because why wouldn't they want to do it? They don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, that is the beauty of, you know, doing podcasts and these reunions and Zoom shows and everything is you don't have to go anywhere. And it, it being as most of us have been stuck at home for months, people are just itching to talk to other people and, and fans are just itching to see a lot of these people again. So I really love what Alan did and I kind of hope that it continues in some form when we all go back to work and, you know, as some of us already have and things like that. Because that was a good idea. And uh, like One Life to Live was my soap. So seeing some of these, you know, people that I haven't seen for a while, like Robert S. Woods and Catherine Hicklin, like it's pretty cool. Like I like that. Absolutely. You know, and I think it just harkens back or really just pushes that button of why we love soap operas because that whole sense of tradition and it just brings you back to a place in time. So when you see these, these cast members that, you know, from shows that haven't been on, like you said, in years, you, you have, to me, I had that feeling of, oh, yeah, I remember it all. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the nostalgia thing. And if we're, exactly. you know, current soap watchers, obviously we have that, you know, aching for nostalgia and the way that things once were. And it is one of those things, though, is these people have been in our lives, like, longer than friends, or, you know, if you have kids or things like that, like, these people were a part of your daily life for most of your life, just as your parents might be. And so it is one of those things that it's nice to see that again, when you've missed it, or, like, you know, they've missed each other. You forget, and a lot of people do, that they saw each other, like, every day. This was, like, a full-time job, like. I know um, Josh Gad did a series of reunions. Like they, he brought the Back to the Future cast together mm-hmm. for a reunion and Goonies. And, and like to your point, when the cast saw each other, it's like, you know, they hadn't seen each other in years. So as a, as a viewer, just seeing that in and of itself, seeing everyone's reaction of, wow, oh my God, it's so good to see you. And the chemistry, it just, and that goes back to Alan's, you know, reunions. The chemistry was there. They may not have seen each other for years or talked to each other, but man, it was, you could just see the chemistry was, was still there. Yeah. And and that's what we love about soaps. And that's why say if somebody has gone for a while and they come back, it is just like picking it up as I made the joke. And and I have for years about how pro wrestling is just soaps for boys and because it's the same sort of thing. It's been on forever. It's a legacy. It's about family and the same thing. You come in, you can just pick up where you left off and it's all still in a way the same. Yes. Some people may not be there, but the essence of it all is still there. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know, the theme songs are a huge factor as well. You know, every time like GH, not so much, honestly, like I, I like their theme song back in the day, like in the eighties. Yeah. The one I use for this. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And they've changed it. I think a few times. Um, Mm -hmm. But every time I hear the days of our lives, Oh my God. And Y and R obviously. Yeah. Those are the same. Oh, the music just like, I'm here. Life is good for the next hour. It's, it's really, really good. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I really, theme songs are one of my favorite things. That's why the theme song for this is just a compilation of the ABC soaps as well as the current ones kind of mashed together. And yeah, I use the old General Hospital, like with the dun 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 dun, you know, like very much more the jazzy one because yeah, that's what I remember as someone who was watching in the 90s and beyond. And, you know, it is because I remember someone was like that little dun 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 forever one life to live. Every time you hear that, you know shit's about to go down. And I love the lyrics to One Life to Live, but I'm like, I can't really use those. I can only <laughs> use six seconds or so. But yeah, when Cassie DePaiva would sing the actual lyrics for One Life to Live, it was just like, oh, love her, love that. And what happened to theme songs? To me, the last great show with a theme song non-soap was Psych. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, you know, and that was- theme songs, theme songs in the seventies were everything. And you know, Alan Thicke wrote a lot of the theme songs in the eighties, and I'm a big Alan Thicke fan. R.I.P. Alan. But hockey starts <laughs> yeah. tonight, bro. <laughs> but it is, it is one of those things that I miss that. And it was funny when they did the Psych Two movie on Peacock, launching that network. Like as soon as the theme song started, I just started singing, and my mom was like, "What the hell?" And I'm like. <laughs> And I just miss that aspect of TV, though. I mean, what's what's your all-time favorite theme song? There's so many good ones. But, you know, the first thing that I thought, I mean, I love Charlie's Angels. Gosh, the cheesy ones. Like, I love the Love Boat theme song. Oh, yeah. That's you one know, of my favorite dances on Just Dance. <laughs> yeah, um, MASH. I love, I love MASH, yeah. the theme song for MASH. Um, Suicide all those, is painless, right? Yeah, I was going to say, like, the lyrics are pretty depressing. But, yeah, I, I hearken back to the, to the old shows because, to your point, you don't really hear the theme song, except, you know, like, Law & Order. Dun, yeah. dun. Or, you know, you've dun, got dun. that, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like cartoons are really it. But yeah, as you say, more like Seth MacFarlane's cartoons because he's someone like me who liked stuff that was before his time in a way and like really enjoyed the old theme songs. I mean, but that's what you see. But yeah, <laughs> so like as we're reminiscing about nostalgia, what got you into soaps? And like, when did you really start watching? So I, so GH was my first soap. GH will always be my first love. Okay. And so this was me in high school. Um, and I went to St. Paul's High School in San Francisco. It was an all-girls high school. And I want to say it was like 1981. When did Luke and Laura get married? 81. 80? 81. So it was, it was yeah. I did, it was after the wedding. I mean, I'd seen the wedding, but I wasn't like a huge GH fan at the time. And so I remember I had computer class when General Hospital was on and I would skip computer class and I'd find an empty classroom and I'd go in and, you know, we had TVs in the classrooms back then and I would catch whatever I could of General Hospital. And I think, and this is again, one of the reasons why I love soap operas is because 99% of the time it's an experience that's shared with your mother or your grandmother, or there's some kind of familial tie with it. So I was a huge GH fan, but then later on down the line, um, we moved my mom down 
from San Francisco to Los Angeles. And so this was like 2005 and she was home. So she, I got her into watching General Hospital and she got hooked and she was never a soap opera watcher because she was always working. She was never home to watch soap operas, but now that she was retired and you know, she had time in her hands and I was working during the day, like mom, tune into GH, you know, you'll like it. And oh my gosh, she fell in love with Sonny. <laughs> every, every time Sonny would, you know, try to get out of trouble and he'd smile, she, she'd yell at the TV. She'd say, Sonny, put those dimples away. <laughs> yes, those dimples, the iconic those dimples. dimples. So, part, so part of it, you know, obviously goes back to my, my high school days and, and just loving GH and loving the storylines, you know, Helena Cassadine back then and all that. Oh, yeah. You know, the storylines were just otherworldly back then. But then, you know, fast forwarding to, to the present and, and now Ernie, my husband is hooked to G8 is mm -hmm. on, is hooked on it. And, um, he gets really pissed off with the writers. Oh yeah. As oh, most my people God. do. Yeah. He gets really pissed off. He's like, I don't understand why they're doing this. Like, why are they constantly killing children in the show? <laughs> no babies just don't survive on general hospital. Like I don't get it but we still tune yeah, in. Yeah, and it's called General Hospital. you think they'd have a better neonatal, you know, by now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so, so GH was my first love. And then, well, like, like you, I was an ABC gal. So yeah. even, even like there was Ryan's Hope, there was All My Children, um, One Life to Live, GH. But then there was also, was it, um, oh my gosh, was Capital ABC? I don't know. I know the only thing I remember uh, is because I don't think I was alive when Capital was on, but and I know Tanya night. Walker was in that. Yeah, and I, think and Edge I remember of Edge of Night because I think it went into the '90s, or they used to show. I think with that when they showed reruns on the Sci-Fi Channel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, after so soaps ran to like three thirty, four o'clock on ABC. So. Yeah, because they used to have a ton because, like, you know, you had the main three, like, All My Children, One Life to Live, General Hospital. That was and it, those yeah. were the ones you watched. But I was so happy when they spun off with Port Charles and then it got all supernatural. I still remember when that aired it in primetime, like, you know, the premiere, because it was all my favorite people, Lucy, Scotty, Kevin. Like. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I really love that. And then they had like loving in the city, which I don't really remember much of those. I kind of like wish they would put them somewhere. Cause I was like, Roger Howarth started on loving cause he yeah. will always be my fave. <laughs> Never watched that. But yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of Rogers as well. Yeah. I mean, who could redeem Todd Manning? Well, Roger. Yeah, <laughs> <Yep>. exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> And, and I would like to live. He was my, he and, and Cassie were my favorite. They were my favorite couple. It's funny. As much as I love Blair and Todd separately, like, and I love their kids and everything, but I was actually a bigger Todd and Taya fan. Were you really? Yeah. I really loved Taya. <laughs> Good times. I know. As I said, God. Yeah. I know. And, and when Todd came over to General Hospital and then the whole lawsuit, but I'm almost glad that we have Franco because as I say, I'm not always the biggest Jason fan. So my favorite thing about General Hospital at this moment is that Franco gets to raise Jake. <laughs> yes, right? I'm such a bitter bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I love him with Mara West. I love their chemistry yeah. so much. 
I just, I mean, I love her. Yeah, she you know, is the best. She's the best. And, you know, she's as the world turns. Yeah, like, because weren't her and Roger together on there? Because, like, I've seen clips because uh, I love Katie McClain, too. Oh so, like, I've gone and watched clips of that on YouTube because I didn't really watch those shows. Because, again, when, uh, to date myself a little bit, like, when As the World Turns and Guiding Light went off the air, I was still in school. So, like, I didn't have it all the time in the world like we do now in quarantine. So it was hard enough to keep up with my three soaps, with my VCR, and then later TiVo. Right? So, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, ooh, I wish I'd watch this one because I love all these people. I know. They were good. They were really, really good. They're just, and you've seen the growth. I mean, especially yeah. with Mora. I remember she was doing a live tweet one time and, you know, taking questions. And I asked her, what's, what's the most challenging thing about playing Ava. And she said, finding and portraying her vulnerability. They just making sure whatever the scenario is, that there's an element of vulnerability to Ava. Um, she goes, that's hard. <laughs> well, and I will say like, you know, to make like with Roger and Todd and to me with Franco, he sort of got to create a new element of the character pre uh, after tumor. But yeah, and you know, I guess it's easier to redeem a serial killer than a rapist, uh, unless you're Luke Interesting. Spencer. But yeah. people on people yeah. fans on Days of Our Lives will argue that. <laughs> I, yeah, and I know was I the only one that thought it was cute that the the whole Ben and Will scene with the tie? I was like, they're acknowledging it, and it's cute. But again, I'm a New Days watcher. I just started watching when Brandon, April Fools, and then when Brandon came back, you know. And it's one of those things that it's like, okay, um, I guess I, I didn't see all that. But it, it is funny because it is something that they do a lot on soaps is redeem these killers. And Ava's sort of one of them. But in a way, Ava's not necessarily redeemed. She, most people still hate her, but she's the best. <laughs> She is the best, you know, and she's, I will say as much as I love Valentine, I did have my moment when I yelled at the TV and I said, I'm done with you. I'm <laughs> done with you. Enough is enough. I'm done. Um, but and I've gotten over that and I'm on, you know, yeah. Cause he's so I can't cute. Say that and, for long. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's so cute. And you're like, okay, even though Ava's my favorite character and you tried to kill her, he did sort of pay for that in a way and realize, oh my God, Charlotte saw that. I did that. And that's what I'll say that they've done well with both Valentine and Franco and even Ava to a degree is that they do see what they've done and they've paid for what they've done in, a, you know, more of a soapy way, like losing a child or losing your fiance, the love of your life. Or, you know, like with Franco, it's like, yeah, he has really gone out of his way to be a better person and to be a hero. Agreed. Agreed. And you know, it's all about that suspension of disbelief as a fan. But you know, some fans love to hate. Yeah. And then and then others are like, okay, we've moved on and we can find the redeeming qualities now and let's just move on. So it's it's such a personal experience with soap operas. Believe in soap operas is sponsored by Simply Safe. Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24-7. Order online, just open the box, place the sensors, and plug it in. Now your home is protected around the clock. It's that simple. Simply safe. That's S I M P L I safe.
Head to simplysafe.com slash team and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Well, before Zoom kicked us all out, we were just singing the praises of Moore West, which is one of my favorite things to do on this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like, we, were talking, we were talking about how, I mean, that's the beauty of the genre, that you're able to follow yeah. these actors' careers and and see their, their, I don't know if it's, you know, if you're coming from an entertainment background, you can see their growth as an actor. And, um, but she's always been like from day one, she's always been amazing. Just a fire. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is I really was introduced to her as Ava Jerome. And this is a character that you are supposed to hate. She, you know, could have been like the new faith Roscoe in a way, a kind of one and done character, especially after killing Pawnee Falconeri. But again, not a big fan of that character. Loved the actress. Was totally. With the YNR. But it was like, I don't care. But it, 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 like we were talking about how when Valentine pushed her over, I can still like him because I love James and I like, and as I say, Valentine's cute and whatever but that is the thing about being a soap fan is you got to accept that they're all gonna do pretty awful things and you can either like it or not (laughs) yeah do you know what the moment was when i said i'm done with you it wasn't him throwing ava off the parapet (laughs) parapet is that what's called yeah Um, it was during the wedding ceremony and nina gave him a couple of opportunities to be honest with her i'm like come on valentine if you're honest clearly It'll be okay. You guys can work through this. And he just wouldn't. He couldn't go there. I'm like, all right, I'm done with you. And and that's what I'll say is like, she did give him every opportunity, but at least what we see in him, you know, versus, you know, certain other people, um, that was, he was like, yep, I should have done that. That yeah. That's really it. I could have done that. Ah, crap. Like, like we have that aha moment. And there's certain people that I'm totally fine with them not, like Carly is a character that I should hate Carly as much as I hate certain other characters, but I don't. And it's a lot of it has to do with, you know, now Laura Wright and the way that she just sells that narcissism. But that's the thing with Carly is like, it, we know why she just really doesn't ever accept responsibility that that's like a character flaw. And she does at least somewhat have people call her out as opposed to like other characters like and and that is the thing is like that's why I love Carly versus Ava it's like y'all are two sides the the same coin in a lot of ways man when they go toe to toe it's everything Mm -hmm. like I love them together so much yeah like you know two powerhouse actresses and that's one thing I like because again uh wasn't it Guiding Light Cynthia Watros and Laura Wright we're good rivals. I hope we get more of Nina and Carly now that Nell is uh, Nina's daughter, because I at least watched some clips when someone told me how good that was. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I hope we get more yeah. of that. Cause again, yeah. it's the history. Yeah. So I didn't see that coming. Yeah. When, like I, when, uh, when Nell took out the, the necklace, I was like, what? <laughs> I was I was so glad that it was Nell, though. And I know, to me, just because I, I've talked to Chloe, I don't think this was planned from the beginning. And I think it was sort of something that they're, you know, trying to go with. I think now that Cynthia's in the role, because they do look a lot alike in a way, and they could be believable mother-daughter. But 
yeah, I like it because I was just like, please don't make it be Willow. Please don't make it be Willow. This character yeah. is just, and, and no offense to the actress, Caitlin McMullen is good, but this character has had too much of General Hospital and for me in the past year. And it's like, yeah, let's not tangle her in yet another storyline. Yeah, Chloe Lanier is just outstanding. Man. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah, I, I'm glad I it's don't. Now. I don't hate many soap opera characters. I hate Nell. Love the actress. And and I hate her, but I don't want to see her go away. Like, yeah, there's some characters you want to hate. Yeah. I love to just hate her. When she comes on screen, I'm like, oh, God, now what? Well, and to me, that is the key to someone who is a good villain. Like, you're surprised supposed to hate Nell like and that's one thing that we'll see that we've seen a lot more with Ava is like finding that vulnerability but with Nell we've not really seen much of that because even when she's talking to Nina even though they don't know their mother daughter Nina is looking for like us to find that in her and who knows maybe because I keep thinking that Nell will turn out to be a better choice than Willow, or that's, again, my wishful thinking, maybe, because Willow always seems on edge. Like, she always seems like she's going to go nuts. And to me, her attachment to Wiley from the get-go was, like, inappropriate based on the fact that like, <laughs> like I, I get that you were, you, she did believe she was his mom, but it's like, okay, nowhere else would this be okay how involved you are in this child's life. Like, and because you did give it up like and and yeah I'm like come on we've got to have something with this character and to me if she goes nuts I would actually like her more than me <laughs> all. because it's like you watched all my children babe Willow is the new babe oh but totally like, totally I yeah. miss babe though I liked her I liked both actresses that played Babe especially Alexa Haven she is phenomenal but she's fantastic boy, did I want as I say, and loved Bobby Eakes too, but as I said the other day, people were like, what are your unpopular All My Children things that you believe? And I'm like, babe and her mama should have got back on that turnip truck, got them in, and left. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of ruining the Chandlers and the Martins. But the like, casting. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, they Alan's were great. reunion. Alan's reunion. They were yeah. both on the reunion show, and God, it was just so good to see them. So oh, yeah, good. I watched the Entertainment Weekly one that was them because it had Billy Miller. <laughs> and I had to watch that. I'm like, oh, Billy. I That's right. You. And then Katie and the Michael. Yeah, I miss Billy Miller on GH a lot. Yeah, like, and that's one of those things that it's, it is a shame that we don't have him because I know, again, unpopular opinion. Steve Burton coming back as Jason was a big deal. And I actually much preferred Billy as not Jason, whether he didn't know he was or as Drew Kane. And I love the character of Drew Kane that eventually came. But I would almost rather have Drew than Jason at this point, just because there was a lot more you could go with Drew. And there was that bigger Quarterman connection that he tried to have. And I mean, Drew forever. <laughs> I mean, Franco and Drew's relationship was fun. <sighs> so beautiful wasn't it and I love the growth yeah. of it you know the discoveries of their relationship about each other and the past and yeah that was yeah that's a missed opportunity like I don't know what went down exactly but definitely a missed opportunity yeah because as I'll say the stuff with Jim Harvey and you know 
Oh God, Betsy. Yeah, like the scenes both that Roger as well as Billy had were just like this. This is it, and and I think a lot of people even became Frizz fans after that story. And and yeah, like so good. Uh, and but unfortunately, we got the memory swap. But at least Roger looked like he was having fun. <laughs> That's what I always say. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to next week. And it's so funny because so many people have, you know, Days has always filmed seven, eight months ahead of time. And people have always poo-pooed that. Like, why did they do that? Well, who would have thunk? COVID would have hit and they would have new episodes. They're the only soap opera that has still new episodes and uh, yeah, it's a good idea. Maybe soap opera, the other soaps now will, will give us a little bit more thought about filming just a little bit more in advance, uh, just in case kind of thing. Uh, do you know typically how far ahead GH takes? Well, I think, I think GH is at least like six weeks. Cause that was the reason. And two, I really gave a lot of kudos to them and the way that they decided to elongate some of what they had with the flashbacks yeah, and then doing kind of the me. flashback Friday too. Yeah. That if if you've been watching, it, it was annoying to a degree, but annoying. I'm like, it, it, it sort of worked in the way of like, look, you can have these and then you can have new episodes a little longer. So I'm like, you know what? It's a trade off. It's like, okay, that's fine. But, and too, it was nice that they thought of something. But yeah, I feel like Y&R and Bold are usually only a month ahead. But yeah. I think that Y&R is planning on maybe airing their new episodes later because their flashbacks are doing so much better in the ratings. I mean, they were beating Days' new episodes up until I believe it was like the Ilani wedding, which I was glad that got number one because that was yeah. a big deal. But yeah, and to give Days credit, they got a new viewer in me. Now I'm hooked. Yay! And same thing, and same thing with Bold. I know it's funny. I totally said we were going to talk about Bold, but General Hospital is, if it's both of our favorites, we kind of have I'm to go with you. it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, when's Y&R coming back with, with new stuff? Uh, I know that they're filming, but they haven't announced. So haven't that's, announced that's what's anything. interesting to me. Yeah. And I kind of think that maybe they will like tape a bunch and hold off maybe even until, you know, later in August, which, which to me might be smart because they've done so well with their others. Let's see. And it sort of gives them that cushion in case push comes to shove. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so do you, do you watch YNR? Yeah, yeah, like Y&R would probably be my second after okay. GH because it's funny because like when all my children and all that ended, uh, I really watched Y&R. As I say, I started with SoapNet kind of knowing what was going on, but when everybody went over there, <laughs> when all those got canceled, it was like, okay, all right, I got <laughs> yeah. Uh, Billy Miller, of course, as Billy was my favorite, but yeah, yeah. And, and that was Jason a little before. Thompson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing is, like, talk about a good recast. Like, because Jason Thompson was so underutilized at General Hospital. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, he's really made the role his own. So I'm glad because as much as I like, you know, Billy Miller, you know, as both characters and just as an actor in general, it's like, yeah, Jason. And I hope we see more of him, like, than we were towards the end there. But if you're going to re- if you're going to cast someone to be the son of Rick Springfield, that was brilliant. Yeah, perfect. Casting. 
brilliant casting. And I will say, I miss Jason Cook, who is his brother, Matt Hunter, you know. Yes, uh, that's yeah. right. The yeah, other yeah, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, can he get out of jail already? He just killed I Lisa. There are a lot of characters in jail that's like, all right, I think they've, they've served their time. It's uh, time for them to, to come home. Yeah, like Sean Butler. It's like, he didn't even do it, and he's still there. It's like, uh, talk about, like, a timely storyline. Yeah, and but, I love that character so much. Yeah, like, that was, I loved him with Alexis. Like, uh, and, but right? Sean Blackmore gets a lot of work. Like, I always see him pop up and everything. So I guess good for him. Yeah. And same thing with Brianna Brown, who was Lisa Niles. Sort of the, you know, other Nell character where you, the actress was so good, but you hated her. <laughs> and I miss Julie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I really do miss her as Lulu. Yeah. She, she was great because, um, I, I really like Emmy, but I like her, liked her more as Abby, but I have come to realize like her Lulu is like a different Lulu, but yeah. But even me with, with Julie Bergman, like I'm, I saw her pop up on the unicorn. So Bergman, I'm glad she's Julie Bergman, yeah. yeah. But yeah, she, she was great. And she was a little bit more Luke than we get to see, but, but I do get that maybe they're, trying because I try to be positive because I like Emmy and you know shout out to her I mean her sister just passed like that's crazy like I know it's horrible but but yeah like I really seeing her as Abby in a lot of these flashbacks I'm like yeah she was so great but I like Melissa too like but and yeah. I love I love Jeannie Francis and John Lindstrom yeah I do I, too, I am there for them 1000 percent yeah, I love John Lindstrom. I'm so glad that we get more Kevin and then Ryan and, you know, just Laura being more involved, like her as the mayor and that the fact that this mob story is more about her and Jordan than it is about Sonny and Jason. And, and that's fun because, again, I do like more of Sonny being an ancillary character who sort of drives other people these days. That has really made me ease up on the Sonny stuff I used to say. Because yeah, yeah it is it, it he is the patriarch, but yeah, he is more, you know, on the sidelines versus other people these days, and it sort of works. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and when you say patriarch, when I think of you know Jeannie Francis, to me, she's the matriarch of the show. Yep. So for I don't sure. care if she's on for two minutes or if she's on for you know the whole episode. Obviously, I'd like her on more, uh, but yeah, yeah, because to me. She, you know, with Valentine and their chats are just so really what's <gasps> working for the characters. And I love the about- conversations she has with Lulu. It's like, you just need to chill. Yeah. You need to chill. Like, I get how you feel. I feel the same way about Valentine. But you know what? You need to chill. It just makes me laugh because Lulu makes me crazy sometimes. Oh, it's yeah. Just like, She's a little too childlike. Just- yeah. She- yeah the Lulu versus Brooklyn is funny because it's like y'all are grown-ass women and you're acting like children but I love Amanda and I love her as Brooklyn and I'm glad we have this back but it is funny because I do that's why I like the Dusty character shout out to Brody from the life to live Mark Lawson because <laughs> he's almost like oh my god they're children and trying to like <laughs> I want to know what yeah. his story is like yeah I was surprised that he didn't turn out to be bad yet. Like, but he yeah. knows where, cause it's just, I feel like Dante is coming back. Cause like Dom is ready to come home and we're all ready to have him. And you know, 
Lante, that that's really what keeps Lulu grounded in a way. And yeah, like going back to Laura, you know, really mothering Lulu these days. It's like her Laura and when she was shot and being annoyed with Nicholas and Lulu was just <laughs> honestly some of my favorite moments because it was so real. It's like she, like they think they're helping her, but really they're just annoying her and <laughs> her heartbeats, you know, then, just escalating yeah. and <laughs> her blood pressure yeah. is just going up and <laughs> and Laura being the good mother she is like tr just okay yeah like and then being honest with Kevin and that was the thing is I'm like this is a family so I, I'm I hope we get more Nicholas because I think Marcus was a great recast and yeah. the stuff with Ava and Valentine this is this is good stuff this is so yeah. good stuff you know let's get get over Wiley and the you know the hot potato baby and like let's get to more interesting people <laughs> yeah exactly i totally agree totally agree but yeah i'm like as i say it was supposed to be about bold but you get me talking on gh and i'm glad <laughs> that's your favorite too well bold is like, great i mean this yeah. week was phenomenal you know like i said they were really smart monday was a recap and you know and yeah. uh, you know to amanda fan our fan um the, she's hoping for that as well and so i'm hoping that, that they'll do that and but man bold just came out it was so funny because the storylines they were they were cheesy they oh, they yeah. they were like wow okay i'm just going to go with this but the actors are so solid and so brilliant that you bought it because it was, it could be really easy to step out and go, okay, come on. But they, they really, really sold it. So kudos to, to the entire cast. Well, and that's why you see a lot of the same actors and your best actors, in my opinion, in soaps and sci-fi superhero stuff, because it can easily be very cheesy, you know, especially if you're, you know, forcing yourself to watch Smallville like myself, you're like, Oh my God, the Luthers are so good. John Glover and Michael Rosenbaum are so great on this really, really cheesy show. And so that's how I feel about Bold. And, and it's funny who's really impressed me because I'm a newer viewer, but I do, I sort of have always understood the dynamics because again, when you used to with SoapNet or just watching Y&R, you see enough commercials and I see enough stuff being in this soap world and soap Twitter that I know what's going on and who's who. That's why I knew to call Brooke the slut from the valley. Cause I'm like, <laughs> apparently that's what she's always called. Okay. But like, so I watched all of bold this last week and I was like, I, I think I'll probably be watching this, you know, going forward because again, it was really easy to watch in short. Uh, but God, I love Misa Blow. Like, that was brilliant. Riding on her underwear after she knocked her out. <laughs> like, I loved that. I was like, That's this interesting is cool. because, you know, there yeah. are people that can't stand Flo and there are people who love her. And so that's really interesting. I'm glad you, Katrina Bowden is amazing. She's yeah, amazing. Yeah, I was like, yeah, she's a good actress. I'm like, okay, yeah. I like this character. And um, I like Steffi and I just can't believe what a man Scott Clifton's become. My Dylan Quartermain or Skylar Joplin is really a man now. Like He's all grown up. Yeah. 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 No, the more you watch Bulls, you'll get a better idea of Liam Scott's character. Um, so if you stick with Bold, let me know what you think of his character, like three or four months from now. 
I'm curious. I'm curious what your take is going to be. Because, yeah, like as someone, I do follow Soap Twitter a little bit, and I'm like, so people don't like Flo, but it does make sense for me to like her because I love Ava, I love Franco, and, you know, I'm like, again, I like the better, the best actor, in my opinion, in this scene sometimes. Or, again, that was funny that she wrote on her underwear. And, and I like Courtney as uh, Sally, too. That's a Courtney character. Hope, yeah. I can She's fantastic. Keep. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, these characters are interesting. I like that. And Steffi, too. I was surprised. I was like, okay, like, I can get behind these people. Because usually I am, like, I like the older people. Like, But I, I Bold's got a good younger set. Because I do, like, I'm sure Thomas is probably an unlikable character as well. Because I love me some Matthew Atkinson. But he's a good villain. Like, <laughs> he's like, no. To me, he's like, no. Oh, yeah. It's like, every time he came on the screen, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Why does nobody see that he's a complete lunatic? Yeah, and he was a bad guy on Y&R. That's how I knew him. And I was sad when they killed him off because I was like, oh, I loved him. I know he's bad, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, I was glad. I was like, okay, he's a bad guy. I'll like that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it was funny to me. I'm like, okay, bold. I see what the appeal is because it was just like, boom, boom, boom. All right, I'm through the whole week. So I see it's very much a binge worthy. It would be hard to watch like, and it's sad that apparently yesterday's was preempted. Um, so yeah, but maybe I'll do that as my Monday morning, watch all of them. Cause yeah, it took like, you know, just a little like 90 minutes or whatever to watch all of them. We gotcha. I know days and bold. You got a new fans, but to me days, like you got Brandon Barash. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch that. And yeah. I love Jake. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with Jake? <laughs> he's great. No, he is great. But I love Johnny Zakara. Yeah. I miss him as Johnny Zakara. Yeah. Totally miss him. And who plays yeah, dad? God, Hill Street Blues. From Hill Street Blues. What is yeah. his name? Yeah. Uh, like, oh I God. love the Zakaras. They, to me, were my favorite mob family. Like, because, like, and to me, killing off Claudia so early, even though that was a big driving force storyline, it's like, ugh. The dynamic you know, between Johnny and Claudia and their dad, Anthony. Because, and to me, Anthony Zakara was a funny character. Like, remember when he married Tracy? Oh, I love the drums and the inappropriate sibling chemistry between, I almost said, Will, totally, I mean, Julian right? and Ava. Oh my God. Yeah, like, they're <laughs> funny Especially to me. the very first scene, that, like the introduction of Ava. Like this sexy, she had this sexy, was it like red dress on? It's like, oh, who's yeah. a sex pot walking in? It's like, and the brother and sister. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, and I get that they didn't know each other until they were older. And somehow it's still less gross than the flash to me. <laughs> it's like, okay, y'all were raised as brother and sister. I get you're not blood related, but at least here you're like, okay, y'all met as adults. So I get it. And you're both so sexy it's hard it's like <laughs> did you did you watch one life to live when trevor st john was todd and with brie williamson as jessica they had some inappropriate chemistry and i'm they like certainly why did. do i want them together this is gross <laughs> <laughs> i totally agree but yeah so like have you watched bold for a while i've watched it for about i want to say about 10 years Oh, wow. Yeah, so not like huge, huge, but yeah. And I, you know, my favorite is Catherine Kelly Lang. And anytime she's on screen. Yeah, like I can't wait to see, really get to see Rena Sofer is actually watching it because <sighs> I've seen, because I love her. And, oh um, my God. I yeah. wish you, Quinn had, Quinn has had such amazing storylines. I'd say, I want to say 
her last major storyline was probably beginning of 2019. 2018 definitely was a great mm. Quinn storyline, but whew, you're not really you're not really seeing Quinn. Like you're you know you've come like at the on the tail end of yeah. her antics. Yeah, because I've seen the slap, the big slap. Like, because uh, I've seen bits and pieces, epic. but like, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for like more like real stuff with her. And yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, because there are so many people that are on the show, like, or you know, were on the show, or, like that are from all my children or other soaps I've watched. So that's fun because, like, you have Thorsten K. Um, I like him. And Jake is Jacob Young still with the show, just not no. on at the moment. Or yeah, I didn't think so. I was like, oh no, I mean, they so haven't killed good. him off. He's just, you know, yeah. he's just not. Yeah, I miss Jacob Young on the show a lot. But you know, he's 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 one of those people that is always working. You know, he's got his music, and he's he's always doing stuff. So well, just like the other Lucky, uh, the original Lucky, Jonathan Jackson. Yeah, uh, I think they're both in Nashville now, working on music. Isn't that great? Yeah. This is to say both talented people. Um, and Jacob will always be J.R. Chandler to me. He was so yeah, good totally. in that role. But oh, what totally. I saw of him on Bold, I was like, he was good. Yeah. And Greg Vaughn. I mean, all the lucky incarnations. Oh, yeah. I love Greg. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's funny. Greg, I would like, but I think he left days because he's going, you know, to not live in LA because he's going to marry Angie Harmon, which is so adorable. I like, I read oh their little God. love story. Yes. Like, oh. Now they're, they're like the Brady Bunch. They've got like all these kids. These now. kids, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, couldn't we just work him in as lucky a little bit? Because like, I can see, you know, if we can't have Jonathan, of course, then Greg would be my next pick because I felt like he always got robbed like in with that character. But it's funny because Greg, he went after Jensen Ackles and Jonathan Jackson and still made those characters his own. And is what most people would consider that character in a lot of ways, depending on when you started to watch, whether it's Lucky or Eric. And you're like, okay, like this guy's good. Yeah. He's always been one of those underestimated actors always but you know a couple of years ago he finally won the the daytime emmy so finally he was acknowledged that was a, like we were we were fortunate enough to be there and when he won we were just like we started crying it's like oh my god yeah. can't believe yeah, cause it like, and greg's a fellow texan just like angie so it's like you know uh, whatever they have in their future is great but yeah well, he'll always have a place in salem as well as port charles for us absolutely so. Yeah, definitely. But I'm glad you're part of the Bold family now. Don Diamante. Diamant? Diamant. I know. I struggled with his name when I interviewed him, too. I, it's, it's either Diamant or Diamant, and I can't okay. ever remember which one. Because he doesn't have I remember, the thing. He doesn't have the little accent. Yeah. Yeah. Accent uh, mm -hmm. I remember him from Y&R. That's where, you know, yeah, he was in. Brad. Yeah. Brad. I loved him mm -hmm. on Y&R. And so, but... Dollar Bill, he's just everything. Oh yeah, because I would say I like, yeah, I like his scenes where he's upset about Steffi. Because in two, it is one of those things that it was an accident, but he feels horrible. Yeah, and I'm like okay, because obviously there's some stuff there with him and Ridge. That's Zach. Sorry, Zach Slater. I mean, Ridge. <laughs> like uh, sometimes it's hard to call people by their regular characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, lots of history. Lots of history.
you know, and, and Bill and Steffi have a lot of history. And so, yeah, it'll be, uh, and I didn't see that coming. I didn't see him being the one that hit her. That was one of those, oh my God, but why are they doing this? Why are they going down this road? That's my question. What's, yeah, what's I, the big picture? Yeah, I don't know, but maybe it's just to give like, you know, again, sometimes they may have chosen this because it would be easier to social distance and use because that's the, the one thing. The one time it was really noticeably weird because people being away from each other, not so weird. But it was the clear possible doll with Flo and Wyatt is his name, I guess. When they, they reunited, I'm like, okay, this is this is weird. But I get why they're having to do it because I like kept pausing it. Is that? yeah it's gonna take a little getting used to you know when those moments come up it's like all right but it's it's so quick it's it's fine it's good it's all good it doesn't completely take you out of the moment so yeah and don't you love that they obviously get their casting ideas from just watching tv because you've got like the what is it the nationwide insurance it's one of those insurance companies it's the doc the the guy doctor dr um, finnegan is, is the liberty yeah liberty Butchibu. yeah liberty yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> he plays the bad actor I was on the like, commercial i'm like yeah. oh my god and why I'm like, does he oh. look so familiar oh my god that's the insurance guy yeah and then you've got the peloton girl is the other doctor <laughs> i'm telling you I'm Dr. telling Escobar. you, um, Maria Ruiz, I believe is her name. No, Monica Ruiz. Yeah, Monica. Think... She, oh, she's okay. really good. She's really good. I thought it was just going to be, you know, initially when Sally went in for the diagnosis, you know, Dr. Escobar, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a Peloton girl. And we all knew she was going to be on, she was going to be mm-hmm. on The Bold and Beautiful because she's making the, the press junket run yeah. at the time um but i thought that was it i didn't think she was gonna have a continuing storyline and she's been great and i'm kind of hoping they keep her we need some yeah, new faces it, on the show yeah it's interesting because the reason they were able to start back so quickly is because they had the smallest cast and, it, and they are short and they could get a bunch in without doing so much which you could see and it was easier to social distance and most people you know and and get everybody tested the sets are you know a certain size so they can do that so it's interesting to see it come back and and what they've done because yeah it's not that noticeable yeah it was so funny because the radiator scenes you know go back to that it was like one of my favorite scenes ever oh yeah you know you know Flo was at the radiator Dr. Escobar was on the other side of the room in the corner Sally was you know the other triangle like they were all clearly distanced and it was fine it wasn't yeah, it made sense. Like, yeah, it made yeah. total sense. Or just yeah. like in the offices, having people sit down and then the other person stand at the door. That's sort of what people do. Like, it, in soaps, people were almost too close sometimes. And it did add for dramatic effect. But now that that's not really in the cards, it works that they're not. Like, And the scenes aren't out of out of the norm. I mean, those office scenes, that's typically what we've seen anyway. No one's yeah. in super close proximity of one another in those office scenes anyway. So who would have known? But just the way the bold and the beautiful has been constructed in the past works now for the most part. 
Yeah. And that's why it's good that they sort of saw that and then worked with what they had to. Because, yeah, I mean, they went viral, as they say, with the whole blow up doll spouses, things like that, you know, joke. Because some of it I feel like was maybe not 100% like we're really going to do that. But it was more of a jest. But it, it was funny. I know even I made a little joke using a Barbie filter. Like, I'm... <laughs> Like, I think with GH, when you've got the hospital scenes, that's a little bit more complicated because you're supposed to be crowded with people. Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah. So yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see how all these, how the waters are navigated. Really interesting. I even think Y&R, it'll be easy too. Yeah, because um, I think the Bell sets, both Y&R and Bold, are a little bit bigger. Although with General Hospital, they probably could use some of the Grey's Anatomy stuff, I would think, if they need to. But and I feel like we're more likely going to get those bad outdoor scenes instead. Because I know with Y&R, they said that they were using outside some, as or at least Eric Braden did. But Okay, we shall see. We shall yeah. see. Oh I know, because it's like, what are Phyllis and Nick going to do? Because they're always all over each other. That's going to be that, my that, thought. that plexiglass. <laughs> the, did you see that SNL skit? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was everything. It's like, oh, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. I, and it will be funny. Like, and that's the thing is like, if anyone can make, make the best out of a bad situation when it comes to such a hot couple like Vic, it's like, yep, Michelle and Josh, they got this. We'll see they what they it. do. <laughs> totally. Totally. They will not disappoint. I'm convinced. <laughs> Well, all right, as we wrap up before uh, Zoom kicks us out again, is there <laughs> anything else you'd like to say about the uh, soaps and how they've dealt with the guidelines and your predictions? Uh, you know, as with the rest of the fans, I'm just so happy that the other soaps are coming back with new episodes. It's going to take more than a pandemic to, yeah. to, to rid daytime television. So I'm glad they're coming back. And, you know, hoping the fans continue being kind and supportive to the shows and to one another and uh, looking forward to doing more of the recaps and, and sharing behind the scenes of daytime TV. Love it all. No fun. And I'm glad we're on the same page with that. Let, you know, we want to make sure as many people stay employed and that all our daytime soaps stay on the air. Yes, we want the best, but you know, sometimes we just got to be happy with what we have because there's only four left. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Agreed. And as for predictions, holy moly, gosh, do you have any predictions? Cause I'm kind of blanking out right now. Yeah. Like to me, I'm just not sure. Like with what little we've seen, who knows? And so maybe we'll just kind of go in with eyes wide open. Yeah. That's what I'm going in with. Yeah. Like, because to your point, I've forgotten a lot. So once yeah. I get back into the groove of things, it's like, oh, that's right. And oh yeah, yeah. Then I'll, my predictions will probably start generating again. We'll see. We'll see. Well, cool. So where can they keep up the conversation with you, Tammy, if they want to on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Tammy Govea, and you can find me on Insta at Tammy.Govea. Cool. And are you doing any soap-related content right now? Or we anything are, else? Why not? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing some soap-related content with James Lott Jr. on his YouTube channel, JLJ Media. Um, so that will be coming out soon. And um, yeah, there's, you know, this this scenario, the situation that we're all in right now, 
you can either look at it as it is horrific, but also from a creative standpoint, you know, find the opportunities in it. And this whole Zoom world has just opened up opportunities for everybody. So um, I'm going to be taking advantage of this whole Zoom thing and creating some more content and keep you posted. Follow me on social media and um, I will keep you up to date with everything. (laughs) With eyes wide open, we watch GH and hope that everything or at least some of those things get back to the old days i don't know creed songs that well or at least not enough to not embarrass myself here anymore but i'm sorry and thank you for listening to believe in soap operas if you're not subscribed to the show be sure to hit that button so you get new episodes each week in the feed of your favorite podcasting app like us rate us have something to say leave us a review or since i'm lucretia Lyon, guys you can always find me at l-a-c-r-e-t-i-a-l-y-o-n anywhere on the internet since there is only one plus now you can find me or at least this girl caitlin harper who sounds a lot like me on the latest soap opera forever and a day out now on all your favorite podcasting platforms where you can find this one. So yes, soaps have gone back to their roots with audio drama, and yours truly is one of the voice actors. New episodes every Monday and Friday, so subscribe to the channel forever and a day and hear all about Augustus, Illinois. Stay tuned to hear all about GH's return and more next week on Believe in Soap Operas. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.